we are the Rewriting Network, Angie, Essie, Inga, and Lila, and today we're talking about the first two episodes of the second season of the Netflix show Shadow and Bone. I'm Inga. I'm Lila. And I'm Angie. And today we have a guest. Kay, do you want to introduce yourself? Hi, my name is Kay. I've been a fan of this podcast for a while now. And uh, I've wanted to guest for a while. So thank you for having me today. You're so welcome. Thank you for joining. Yeah, we're excited to have you. I don't know if listeners have been with us in at the Julian the Podcasters podcast. Kay used to do live reactions to our podcasts and would send us as- asks on Tumblr while she yeah. listened to the podcast. And we had so much fun with that. It's a like ton that- of us. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that meme. If Julian Podcasters had a thousand fans, I'm one of them. If they had a hundred fans, she's one of them. If she has zero fans, Kay's gone. She's our number one <laughs> fan right there. That meme is embodiment yeah. of Kay. So yes, we are very excited to have you, Kay. I'm very, I'm very thankful and grateful for your ongoing support. 100%. <laughs> so have all of you already watched the entire season? Because I've actually only watched the first two episodes. Yeah, I watched it I all. Watched it like, oh, I, could, I, I did couldn't only stop. It's like, I tried, I, sp- I tried to like slow it down, but I couldn't because Twitter moves fast and I was trying to be active. I was so active this week. I'm proud of myself. But yeah. It's, it was good. I would have wanted to watch the entire show, but I haven't had time because I spent a weekend with my family on a North Sea island. So I didn't have time oh. to watch it. Instead, I read most of the first six of Pro Books, though. Book, though. I have to start them, man. I have to start them. When did I send them to you, Angel? I felt like I sent them a, a long year, time. A year ago. Literally, I think it's been a year ago and I still haven't. I'm so sorry, Leila. I fail you. But I will. I will start. But I might, I don't know, I might start with the Crow duology as well. <laughs> yes, it makes it makes sense. Probably it makes sense. With I started with the with the Grisha th- trilogy, and honestly, it was a bit of like I didn't have the easiest time getting into it. And the crows are just so much more interesting to me, to be honest. I think I'm a little bit over the whole teenage savior plotline, so the crows are more my speed. Mm-hmm. So, okay, what's your history, Shadow and Bone? Uh, I watched the first show. The first season when it came out because Freddie Carter was in uh, Free Rain. The horse show. Yeah, I loved him in Free Rain. And so I started watching Shadow and Bone, I think, just because he was in it. And then I did read, yeah, he was the better love interest in that show. <laughs> I need to find it and watch it because every time Shadow and Bone pops out, everybody talks about the horse show. And I was like, what? I need to watch it. It's on Netflix. I think I'll find it. I'll catch a weekend and I'll watch it. Uh, so yeah, I did read the first book. It took me like probably six months. Like I read it and then I took a break for five months and then I finished it. But uh, yeah, it was good. It's good. The Six of Crows is probably her best duology. So that, that's just science. That's just facts at this point. It's, it's I want to read that because they are my favorite characters. It's good. It's good. I love the banter between them in the book and also in the show, but the book especially. And, and I've spent the whole weekend reading it, so I've, I'm, I'm a bit obsessed I'm right gonna about be, now. I'm going to be honest, towards the back end of the series, I was getting tired of the main plot and I was skipping through it because I missed my crows. I'm like, skip, 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 skip. But I often went back because I felt like, oh yeah, they talked about something and I skipped that part. So I had to reset. So that was <laughs> a fault of mine. But overall, this new season, no spoilers, it's very ambitious. And that's my neutral stance on it right now. It was an ambitious season with a lot of material. It was Mm. ambitious. We'll talk about it more when we start with the first episode. Because I feel like this episode, they had so much they could do. And they had so much material. And yet they were acting like they're running out of time at the same time. I'm like, "Mm, we know where you're, we might not get canceled, but we might not. Like. I'm convinced, but we were going a little too fast. So if you guys want to start with episode one, I took some notes, not going to lie. I, I just did them because <laughs> it's still fresh in my head. <laughs> so, but, so we could just start whenever we're ready. Sure, let's start. Okay, uh, so episode one, obviously we opened up with, with Alina and Mel. And Alina and Mel, they're on the boat and it's exactly where we picked up from, from season one. And it's, wait, wait, I'm trying to figure out, my notes are so scattered. And they're obviously talking about what they have to do to save, what they have to do regarding the fold and how what their ideas are for Rafka. And at this point, Mel and Alina are going, where are they going? I think they're going back to Rafka as tourists from Canada. Down. and it's like i was really well, regarding 
Alina and Mal. I feel like we jumped so many spots with them as a pair of or a couple because at the end of season one, yes, they went back to each other. They hugged, whatever. And then we pick up they're a full-blown couple. And at this, as a, as a person from a reader of the books, which I don't want to be annoying about, it happened so fast. I was like, so for real, this is what we're doing right now. It was like, it's like obviously that's what they were going for, but still it took me as as a shock because I was like, oh, so we're just we're just rolling on because it's like it's obviously in a lot of stuff. It's like a will they, won't they, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. But there's not a lot of that in the first episode. And it was like they were just like a stable, staple couple at the first few, even at the first few minutes of the show. So did every did anyone else feel like they moved too fast or were you guys expecting? it to be as quick as it was to be honest i didn't really pay too much attention to that part but um i have one quick thing didn't they go to novi zem oh yeah that's where my note said it literally says that novi zem it doesn't even say rafka it's right there but yeah they did go to novi zem while trying to go to Zem in the first part. So I was like, yeah, it makes sense. But at the same time, I was like, I want a little tension, you know, if we want to we wanna fight it a little bit. I have another thing that I, I noticed the whole time. Did I forget something about the last episode of season one? Where is her color? Where is this that color? It went back in her skin. It's not like the books. I, I completely missed that apparently. And, and it's just like, I know she like cut off the, the, the part of the stacks um, horns from, from the from the Darkling's hand, but where did hers go? And that just annoyed me the whole time that she doesn't have it. Oh, so in the uh, end the episode, the last episode, her, it went back in her skin, like it, it, she absorbed it. But in the book, she wears a scarf the whole time and, and she complains about the scarf again and again and again. She goes, oh, it's hot. I'm working. People are mean to me. I can't take the scarf off. But here, it's just gone. It's like they just took that mini struggle that she had to with covering her identity with. I feel like because she, because in the show, she's Shu and in the books, she's not. So she already has a tough struggle with that side of her identity. I guess they just didn't want to add the bones on top of it. That's what my yeah, thought was. I thought she didn't have it anymore. <laughs> no, she does. But she, no, in the books, it doesn't go anywhere. It's just mm-hmm. there. It sticks out the whole time. But I mean, in the books, it's also just around her neck. It was never like embedded in her skins, right? Yeah. No, no, it was, but then it, she, she absorbed it. I feel like the actors grew up a bit between the seasons. I, I feel like they looked they looked older. Marginally. I was like, even if it's been like two years and they're already adults, I'm like, they look a lot different. Oh, yeah, I noticed that. What do you guys think of the new characters? Um, I love the casting of the twins. Like 100%. Yeah, Tolia and Tamar, love them, love them. Okay, okay, oh yes, oh okay, they're in line, right here in the part of my recap, they're in line to go and give their fake passports, of course Kaz supplied fake passports because obviously he did, and they're in line to go to Novi Zem, you're right, Inga, I, was, I said that wrong, and then the, uh, where I got the Ravka part, they were standing in line. Also, Alina's having nightmares uh, about the the darkling and speaking to him and and she's like really like it's very vivid lucid dreams and then when she sees the rafkin refugees when they're announced she goes talks to them they're like oh the fold moved ate up our village and she's like okay my dreams are real this is an issue she goes tells now and then that's when they give him their passports and then we go over to the crow obviously jesper again carried carried his group on his back again i feel like just like season one i'm like of course it's gonna be jesper opening his big mouth and always talking and I feel like he's such a scene stealer kit he's amazing so they're back I have a note here that's just yeah. oh no not the hats his little hats he goes uh, and then they go to their little club and then it's taken it's rebranded as the Kalish Prince and then obviously Jesper talks a little too soon he goes nobody tried to attack us and then they're accused of murder this is where they're starting off being arrested or an attempted arrest yeah, I literally their... wrote of course they get accused for murder and Jesper is so funny too <clears throat> saying that they just got back in town they literally yeah, weren't true. even in town and they get accused for yeah, they like, literally have an alibi they they were not in town. It's like, didn't Keternam notice that their little domestic terrorist wasn't there? Kaz wasn't roaming the streets. I mean, if I was them, I would have thrown a party. I'm like, he's not here. Let's take this moment. He's not here. But no, they came back and they're accused for murder. It's really... And they're just, they're not, obviously they're not offended by being accused of murder because they have murdered people. But just like, they're not like, we didn't murder anyone. It's just like, we, we weren't even here. We didn't even have time. Like, I'm impressed that you think that. They were accused of the wrong murder. Impressive. 
the wrong one. They put the wrong name to it because they did a lot. So yeah, and uh, obviously Inej manages to escape before they're all arrested and Jesper. She does that. She's amazing. She's amazing. I mean, like, isn't that in the, in the show doesn't one of the characters says she does that to the yeah. attackers and I'm like, sure it was Jesper. Oh, she does that. Probably. <laughs> I feel like if we would compare the amount of dialogue everybody has, he has the most. He doesn't stop talking. I'm trying to see. I'm trying to see. I didn't take a lot of notes on the side of the crows. Did anybody write something about them? Because I wrote a lot about yeah. Strumhold and the mm-hmm. ship. Right. Um. So I think after this, like, they get into the... Like, they get taken by the police, I guess. Or their, their equivalent. And then... The after watch, going, yeah. yeah. Um, they... Um, like, Kaz is having flashbacks because he's been, like, crushed among people. And then somebody takes them out because somebody paid for them to... For t- yeah. 10 minutes of them. And I think that's when Stormhome appears. Yeah. recent and Dreesen comes back and I like that Kaz is the one figuring out that Dreesen is not the actual boss well he called him out he's like he's like no he's like no we're not doing that and Stormhorn just goes with it he's just like yep okay you're done bye bye yeah, he does not buy. And then Stromhold. Okay, Stromhold. Uh, he has some of the room and he's like, okay, you guys went to Rafka. You came back without the Sun Summoner and you have a necklace and demanding an explanation. And then I think, I believe they strike a deal again. And then the deal is to, what was it? Oh my God. I watched it like a few I think days ago. He I asked for, for like for Alina's location or for yes. where she wants to go. And, and Kaz actually gives it to him. And Jasper is very confused that. Cass just gave her up like that and then we found find out that Cass knows that Jasper is a Grisha and we also find out that Jasper is a Grisha because technically we haven't known before at that part okay before we go into that part that got me so heated so heated let's talk about Strumhold what are you guys' first opinions on him those who have not met him yet in the books so Kate and Angie what did you think of him were you suspicious was he shady was he like eh he's just some random dude I was curious and the thing with me is that I I don't mind spoilers so I know I knew a lot of things but I know a lot of things about the books not necessarily you know very specific but so yeah I had an idea on his character and so I was like hmm interesting interesting I don't know I mean he seemed like the typical pretty boy who does things <laughs> like that and wants to get away by you know being a pretty face so I was like hmm I want to see more because he has the money and he's making things happen, you know. So clearly I was intrigued where that was going. My first thought was that he he's very handsome. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I have anything else written about him. Yeah, I'm definitely also curious. I know practically nothing about him. I feel like I've been pretty good at avoiding spoilers. I mean, my friend did tell me like when the first season came out that Jesper was Grisha but other than that I know practically nothing about stuff What's his name? <laughs> Stromhound. Stromhound. It's basically like Storm, but Storm. Like it's, it's this weird thing where they mix English with Dutch and German. And that's why mm-hmm. some of the words are really hard to pronounce for anyone, I think. For, 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 mm-hmm. for English people, for German people, for Dutch people. But yeah, Stormhound. Yeah, yeah, I will say after the second episode, I'm kind of, there was a, a big found family aspect that I kind of picked up on. So I will say I'm rooting for him and I will be very disappointed if he betrays anyone. I completely agree. My first thought seeing the actor was like, hmm, I didn't imagine him like that, even though I didn't have like a picture in my mind. But then like, as I watched the episode, I was like, yeah, no, he's he's a great cast for him. And I'm really excited to see where, where it goes, like yeah. where, where where the actor takes the character. And he's a great character. Yeah. I was like, I don't visualize when I read. I said that before. But I rely so heavily on fan art. And that's a major flaw. You Google fan art and you're like, okay, that's what he looks like. And then you just put it in your head. And then when they don't look like them, you're like, mm. but with the acting, the character really came out. I was like, you know what? He is him. He is him. And then... Obviously, Kaz does his Kaz thing and puts a million pieces together. And he says, yeah, it's obvious. Duh, I'm not dumb. And then Jesper's just standing there and he's like, you know what? Yeah. And that tracks. That tracks. And I'm not going to spoil it since Inga's still reading the book and probably other people reading the book. It does not happen that quickly. And I was like, I was like, wow, they're just really jumping because that 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 that's a jump. That's a jump. But at least it's in character for Kaz to have already known. I think, uh, I think that's one of the few things that I've read from like Tumblr and the thing that it was like things are happening way quickly 
in the show at Girl, least in this season yes, right yes <laughs> especially in episode two we're about to breach that i was like what it's like that was a lot going on then so yeah and then jasper like i straight up asked Cass, he's like why did you give her up like that and he's like oh he already knew so we might as well just get our money and move on with it because whether or not we said something he knew what boat we came off of he could have easily tracked it so i struck a deal i got my money we got what we want because at the end of the day that's all he lives for uh and then i think we go back to alina and now I think one of the things that I did like about these few first scenes are the transitions um, between scenes. Well, no, mostly like how they connect. They they said, oh, uh, when it said, where are you guys from? And they say Keteram and then it jumps into the Keteram crew. And then when he asks, like, where is Alina? Oh, where is she now? And then it cuts back to Mal and Alina. So I like that, that nice, you know, it's like, okay, with dialogue, you're like transitioning into the next scene. That's what I like. I agree with you because when Alina, they were at the passport thing and like oh where are we coming from Ketterdam and then the way they like went into the city I was like that's my city right there it looks so good I also yeah I made a list sorry I made a list while I was watching the show like the actions and the graphics the map scene oh my god in all caps is literally like the second line (laughs) yeah I loved the map that was really awesome is that a map in the books Yes. In the beginning, yeah. I tried to have it memorized, but I just know Fierda's north and I do not know where the rest are. <laughs> That's all. Katadam is in the middle. I think Shuhan is to the east. Fierda is, is north, then there's Ravka, then Shuhan is south. And Katadam is an island, right? Yeah, Katadam is, Kerch is an island with Katadam on it. And then on the other side of the true sea is in the way up north is the wandering isle. Yeah. And Novi Zem in the middle and Eamon Chim Chin and the southern colonies in the south but I, I haven't really heard anything about them in the books yet so I don't really know much about them uh, in Six Across Duology other than Fjerda and Kerch they don't step out but the other one uh, King of Scars they do okay and then we're back to Melina and Ali- Melina I call them Melina that's my ship sinking in Melina okay I'm just gonna say Melina to say that Melina I think they reach Novi Zem and they're looking f- and they're wanted obviously the fugitives uh, and then they have this talk and then and they're like, oh, this is not what Mal is all about. This is not the life I wanted. I don't want to save Rafka. I just want to be with you. But if that's the choice you're going to do, I guess I'm going to save Rafka with you. So he's like, he's basically on for the ride just, just for her. It's like, it's not something he wants to do. His main priority is to like find an escape and to be safe and not to be in the Darkling's way again. Because Alina, if Alina, what Alina claims to be true, they're going to be in trouble. Because obviously he's going to come looking for them and he wants to fall off the grid. Okay, not them upping the rating in the show. I did not expect what I saw. I was like, wow, guys, this is not for children. This show, they upped it. I mean, to be honest, the books are pretty brutal sometimes too. Like that's, sometimes that's pretty, pretty heavy. I was like, that's crazy. That is crazy. So anyway, them they find comfort with each other and it's really cute i really like mal in season two i don't want to say too much about him but mal in season two was justified in everything he did i feel like he did no wrong oh yeah and then she goes and she goes to that map place and then she looks at maps and she overhears a conversation about people talking about her and obviously and they're not a big fan of her because she's still associated with the darkling even though she had nothing to do with it but still she she means trouble and then she goes and then Mal gets recognized by one of his captains and he gets chased. And the people of Novi Zem are angels. I love them. I love them so much. If they ever do like, if she adds like fourth series, she needs to center around the people of Novi Zem because the way they didn't even hesitate to protect her and Mal from the army who literally wanted to like probably imprison them for deserting Mal for deserting the his station and Alina for being the sun summoner. I felt like they were very sweet. I really love them. Yeah, that was an awesome scene that was really nice yes it was really sweet the way that they just went they opened the doors and then she just ran it was really sweet it was nice seeing another country yeah especially and I, loved, I loved the, the visual of the country i loved like how they they dressed the people there and stuff i, I thought yeah. it was really really nice like really really visually pleasing everything and rafka seemed like it was cold like we didn't see fierda obviously we know it's cold in season two but Rafka seems cold Fierda is cold and then we go to this warm country and I was like I would visit there the way I would visit there and never leave warm sunny people are sweet and nice oh my goodness and the way they handle being Grisha 
the way they like it's a blessing no one's here is judged everybody here is like it's a good thing where people otherwhere are like not up for it at all then even but it goes back to the pros storyline i think right yeah i think we see pecker rollings and like he has, did, did we he has the that? dartboard that he throws things at and i mm. felt like they should have put Cass's picture on the dartboard <laughs> Pekka Rollins. The only redeeming thing about him is his Scottish accent because his accent is not. <laughs> I'm like, you know what? Scottish <laughs> accent is attractive, but he is a bastard. So there's nothing else we can say about him. But obviously, he spells trouble and he's up to no good. So I think we meet Wyland, right? He's so cute. He is. Okay. He what is. Are I our... love this thing about him. He's so sweet. It's like he just jumped out of the book. It's like they just yanked him and threw him on screen. He's so perfect. He's so sweet. They didn't change him much. It's he's just he's just sweet and cute and smart and adorable and just fun to watch. He was really good. So Kaz goes and tries to hire him again. <laughs> Spark of his new life because when Kaz steps into your life, there's no turning away from that. It's it's really nice. I liked his lab. I like that almost we had new settings, which obviously it's a new season, but seeing his lab was really nice. I mean, when I watched the first episode, I hadn't started the book yet, so but from everything else I knew that Violin and Jasper are, are like a thing in the books and I was, I was like a little surprised at first when Jasper was really not a fan but then I was a fan of Jasper not being a fan it's really funny it's, gonna, it's a great the, dynamic the, the back and forth that they had the back and forth it was so cute especially like oh I don't want to say it because he might pop up in season three so I'm sick for it and then also they get to see Nina. When I saw my girl walk into the screen, Nina. And when she introduces you know, herself and they all scream her name and she's like, is there a famous Nina? I forgot her last name. That I don't know. About. She knows she's that girl. When I say, everybody has a favorite crow. She is the famous Nina Zenig. She is the famous <laughs> Nina Nina, the Nina. I'm like, yes, I and love her so much. Straight up said Matthias is her, the love of her life. Like, completely, she just met these people and just like, the love That's of her life. That's what Kay said. Kay, say what you told me, and I was offended. <laughs> So on my notes, I have the love of your life, girl. You you knew him a few days tops, and I sent it to Layla, and she was like, "Offended." That's was Nina offended. and Matthias bashing. That's Nina and Matthias bashing. Hello, <laughs> they are the loves of each other's lives. Hello, they're meant to be each other. And, 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 if they met for one day and they said they're the loves of each other's life, tell us that's true. Why are we fighting facts? I love We're them We're not. So it's just so dramatic. <laughs> She's so it dramatic is about this. Yeah. Nina's a dramatic girl. I love her so much. And I was like, every scene, I was like, get your man out of jail. Get your man out of jail. I went jumping and jumping. I love her. What I, love I also her. thought really funny was that when, at some point when they were accused of murdering Tante Helene, that Jasper honestly seemed not entirely sure that they didn't kill her. <laughs> so I was like, we didn't kill her, did we? Sorry, did I miss something? He was like, I would have remembered. I would have remembered. That's something you don't forget. Yeah, Jasper had the best one-liners, in my opinion. They were so good. Um, I mean, basically, the thing that happens next is they watch from the roof as the crow club rolls up, right? Yeah. Does Alina get taken by Stronghold? In, in, in this episode? Well, they go into the ship. They go into, yeah. the, well, into, yeah, into a ship. Uh, yeah. yeah, the twins' ship, right? Because the, yeah. they see that it's independent and then they go there. And one oh, thing yeah, I wrote is like, <laughs> it's funny that twice now Alina ended up by her own choice in the hands of people who were like searching for her, wanting to capture her. Twice. Twice. <laughs> She's, they're like, oh yeah, that's when they opened the door and they ran to the ship and then she gave her the gold pin and then they got on his ship. I was like, her luck is atrocious. Atrocious. Out of somebody's hands and into another. Again and again. Yeah. I think that's where the episode ends. Yeah, like, it ends after. They they, that was episode one. A lot happened, but it was also very fun uh, catching up with everybody and seeing that everybody's picking up where they left off and new drama starting. Uh, and then we Meeting just the new characters. Tamar is so badass. I love her. Both of them. Uh, both of them are so badass. Like, and I love their casting. Like, they're it's amazing. And I love how they're so different, but they're so the same. Like, Polia you can so tell soft. they're twins, right? Like, they have that twins vibe, even though they're like... I don't know. Yeah. I like that. They're like, it's all about fighting. He's all about poetry and softness and cuteness. He's so cute. I'm um, so tall. Yes. But I was like, where did they find him? Where did they find this man? Like, did they put his call sheet for tall, handsome man? And then he just appeared. Or they just made him in a lab. And then Honestly, like, they're both so incredibly good looking. Like, it's not 
fair. It's like, wow, you cannot even decide who's like, who's more attractive. It's, it's impossible. No, it's no. like, it feels like this, this bisexual meme, like, yeah, or, or the, the yes. uh, my poor lesbian heart, but for bisexuals, because the, the two of them are just like, nope, cannot yeah, handle yeah. it. You're fighting for your life. Okay, second episode, they're on the boat again, Melina, they're on a boat and they reveal their plan. I guess they speak to Stromhold because obviously it's his ship and they're on it. And he goes, Sun Summoner, hello. Uh, so he wants to turn her in, you know, get a reward. And she's basically, you help me. Your reward will be bigger at the end. And he's a, par- a privateer, probably loves adventure and loves, you know. Not a pirate. Not a pirate, of course. Not a pirate. And, and he seeks adventure. So obviously he agrees. And then they want to seek out the sea whip. And obviously, I don't get it. If she said the stag was real, why do people have to be like, mm, but the sea whip's not? Obviously, she found the first one. Crazy, there's going to be a second and third one. So she goes and she finds sea whip. It's an amplifier that will help her bring down the fold once again obviously he agrees it's just it's just so strange did we did i forget in a part in like season one where they mentioned amplifiers and that there were three and that one of them was a seaweed because i feel like they just right off the bat in this season started talking about it and i was like what the heck are they talking about yeah. I, was oh. like, I was very confused i was like this I didn't think of that. was i supposed to know what that is because i don't <laughs> i feel like they oh. assumed a lot that a well, lot of the people wrote, yeah read the books and i'm like i had no idea so I was like, did I miss something in season one? Maybe I did, you know, because I didn't pay attention at, at no, some point or something. But I was like, that. I don't remember them bringing them the fact that there were more art amplifiers. Maybe they did like in passing, but not enough. And I was like, and then they just started talking about the seaweed. I was like, I have no what? idea what that is. What? what? <laughs> amplifiers to me, because, you know, in the book, they're not like those amplifiers are rare. But the concept of amplifiers are normal because Zoya had one in Shadow and Bone. She had a bracelet. So, but they didn't bring it up. I didn't think yeah. of that because obviously I knew there were three, but yeah, they didn't bring them up. And then I, I was they, like, oh, see what they barely brought up. I mean, of course, they brought up the amplifiers because they had the stack in the first season, but otherwise, I feel like they didn't really bring the amplifiers up much in the first season at all. And and first of all, I don't think Alina knew of them. Like, she didn't know because she didn't know she was Grisha. So. I can't remember who brought it up, who told her about the seaweed, but somebody told I mean, her about it. In in the books, I think she kind of knows about them because there's the, the like the same smokers. The book that she had, the book exactly. Had. With the, and and that was like the same stories is, is something that non Grisha knows well. And then the the apparatus gave her that book, and he gave her that book in the show as well. So I feel like that's where she could have learned about them. But yeah, we didn't learn about them. We didn't yeah. get the book. We only saw yeah. that she got a book. We didn't read it. No, because and yeah, she gets the book, but no, we didn't know she had the book or what was inside the book. So yeah, that's her little deal. And Stormhunt got pirates music, even though it's he's a privateer, but it definitely sounded like private pirates movie music and i can talk and mal didn't like him much at first and then he showed him his weapons and suddenly mal was like maybe i do like you besties i mean besties that's when he started looking i feel like yeah stronghold is definitely a private he's like i think he's just in denial or he's trying to find a legal way to, uh, to justify what he's doing because no like i, I don't I know mean, do you're you a pirate. much about the real difference between pri- pri- pirates and privateers because that's no. a real thing no but like, but he's but he he's a he's not an innocent man so i feel like no no privateers um yeah privateers are basically the same as pirates, pirates like in every sense except for the fact that they have a letter from the crown that they are allowed to be pirates like it's it's, it's literally just legality um yeah but uh, they they still do all the same stuff like it's, it's there's no actual difference except a piece of paper but it is historic like that was a real thing that privateers existed and pirates existed and there's difference and there was a difference so because stronghold is not he's not a nice person he's actually very scary he's, he's no but as you probably as angie probably knows because she watched the season and it probably comes up at the end of the season and came maybe no maybe knows maybe doesn't know he has some connections that makes it reasonable why he's a privateer not a pirate we know about that but still i don't i'm excited to find out it's gonna take everything for me not to binge the rest of the season today but once you find out you're gonna because i've spoken about it but i've never said but i've spoken a lot but i don't I don't want to say a lot because Kay knows I speak a lot about these characters and there's this one character I keep talking about I don't want to stay quiet right now um, I think that was enough for her to figure it out I don't think so yeah I, I know who it is luckily the listeners who might not want to be spoiled 
Oh, okay. I think after that, we go back to Rafka with Genia. Genia. I finally remembered how to say her name because I said it a million times. Gen. Yeah. Like, Genia. Obviously. So, uh, back in Rafka, Genia and the Darkling obviously came up, scared the shit out of her. <laughs> now they're talking, sharing a conversation about what happens next regarding the fold and his search for Alina. He wants, he's also, he wants people to join his cause, namely David, because David helped him attach himself to uh arena and then she kind of pieces together that he's sick oh did i skip a part no we skipped something in the first episode we completely skipped the part where jenya and the others are are in chains uh, like and then the overlooked it we overlooked that part and then then the darkling comes out of the fate and everybody's shocked and he frees them and we completely forgot that the first episode i purposely did that because i don't like darkling so me too they were literally captured in the woods and i just they were literally chained in the woods but yeah they were in cages Cages. and then yeah so they're talking about it and she tries to fix him he can't she figures out he's kind of sick and then i can't pronounce his nothing monsters so i don't call them nothing monsters this little shadow monster and then the word escapes me right now what's what's it the 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 nichevoya the nichevoya yeah the nichevoya 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 for that we would need essie where is she the nichevoya so obviously they kind of see that he's kind of not really like has a whole grasp on these monsters at the beginning uh but he he masks it really well because it says there's this part where it's like uh then he tries to fix the facial but she can't there's something wrong with him uh i feel like he's like sick sick uh and she's probably like oh maybe it's the monsters i'm trying to think of i didn't write a lot about this exchange between genya and the darkling so i felt like i, I was just trying to rush along because... i mostly just felt sorry for genya in that scene Me like too. that was i i would not want to be the one to tell the darkling yeah well i cannot fix your face yeah it's like first of all you halfway ruined her life and now she has to sit here and fix him and then there's another does that one we meet the new Grisha, the David replacement. I think that's in later. The Fruzy. Because uh, my next note is about Fruzy. Fruzy uh, well, David's replacement. Because I have a blank. I mean, that's where I stop. I go off to his helper. Like, there's this this, this other Grisha. You mean the one who, who he asked about um, yeah. about the, the, like, something for his headache? I was yeah. confused. It, it was Vladim, right? And wasn't Vladim in the books, like, not a Grisha? I don't Am I mixing them up in the books? Because there were so many people in the books. I don't remember. I don't remember him. But they had a lot of background characters, but this, whoever he is, or wherever they brought him from, they really brought him to the forefront because I couldn't remember where they got him from. No, I'm pretty sure, like, since I, I only finished the last book of the, like, a Rise, Rise and Ruin, um, I only finished that on Friday. So there was a Vladim in that, and I thought he was one of the people from the white thing, the, the underground thingy. And I thought he was one of the people like the one that Alina ended up I don't want to say too much do you know what I mean yeah yeah, yeah. I thought that was him but maybe I'm, I'm, I'm mis- like mixing up names and he was actually one of the because they, who came with but them they, but they do mix up book two and three so that could have been it because when I was watching yeah I but was... then he wouldn't be a Grisha but well they changed a lot yeah, yeah. So they did well switch. I don't know I might just be mixing up names because there were so many characters and I didn't necessarily keep them all straight yeah they didn't add one character and that made me sad they didn't add Harsha not like, yet they, Harsha might still show up we still I, or I didn't he didn't show up the season but, i haven't watched the entire season so i don't know but yeah i would really like to see him too and I mean, we should stop no, doing my, that now because we're going no, into but, but my guys, yeah yeah it, it kind of is but mom he's in the trio he's in the trio with tamar and tolia and i mostly want to meet his pets okay yeah so we get to that sorry angie sorry guy uh okay and then um whatever he wants some medicine oh my god but the my darkling apologist status was dropping he is so irritating in this I couldn't stand him. I felt so bad for my heart. I was like, he's not being very attractive right now. He's being very mean. Vindication uh, for all of us, for the rest of yes. us who are not darkling I apologists. Couldn't, I, couldn't, I, yep. couldn't, I couldn't work around his actions. I couldn't. I couldn't be like, well, you know, he's been through a lot. No, there was no explaining. There was nothing I could do to ease my um, suffering. On the other hand, um, I got a little moment of darkling apologist later when, when he talks to Alina at the end and is like, explains to her how we lost everybody and how like he excuses everything by being lonely and that is not an excuse but i did feel kind of bad for him like that his life seriously sucks it's his fault mostly but still it's i don't envy him the same i do not 
Okay, so the Darkwing scenes are so hard to get through because, man, it's so rotten. Oh, I was okay. throwing out of a Darkwing apology setup. I am. I'm coming out of it. It's, it's, it's not for me anymore. It's not for Is me. Is your taste in men Im- improving? No. <laughs> My taste in men is not improving <sighs> because I like them a little damaged. It's okay. I think you have some candidates in this show that are a little damaged, but still redeemable. Uh, not Darkling, like... The what? entire six of crows, for example. Okay. Four of them, yeah. men, so you can Layla, definitely have choose. Look at her. Layla only likes like walking red flags. <laughs> yeah. Cass and Jasper and Matthias all have some pretty heavy red flags. This one, Matthias is my number one. Hello, he's in jail. I, I cannot wait for him to actually like hang out with the crows in the show. <laughs> It's gonna be so good. So we just us fangirling over their dynamic. It's gonna be so good. Okay, uh, we go back to Mel and Alina. I think I am in my notes because my season episode two note is like I don't have that much written for it. Oh yeah, I think on this part where it's where they where they go and he gets that girl, the girl with the bangs. I call her bootleg Zoya because she kind of reminds me of Zoya. And they go get his mother out of a cave. And I was like, is that where he held her? Is that where she hid? Because I don't remember where we left off with Bagra in season I, one. I don't know either, but I'm pretty sure he hid, he he held her there because she said something about, you kept me in this cave for weeks and I still look better than you or something like that. Oh yeah, she did say that. And he got the journals. And he got the book. Uh, yeah, he literally held his mom in the cave, which is another thing I can't excuse. I was like, come on now. He is so messed up, <laughs> but it's bad words. <laughs> oh, and then we go, I think we're back in. Oh yeah, so Alina and Mal are hunting for the sea whip. Uh, and Mel, obviously, because he's a great trekker, obviously they go and he, they point off to this island, an island cave, and they find a sea whip with the intention of not killing it because Mel, Alina says she had a moment with the stag and she was trying to find that same moment with the sea whip without killing it. Obviously, it does not go according to plan. She's forced to like and kill it basically, and then she they do the procedure to use the. The, the scales at some point before they go to the to there they have that moment where they um, where where the twins invite her to play cards with them and they like yes. talk about amplifiers which because Tamar has the the, the shark shark tooth behind her ear yes. and they talk to the the fabricator Taylor girl who who's going to like put put it around her um her wrist and that was a really nice scene I like that like banter yeah. and the, the talking about it and them, them like because they are so much more open about being Grisha they're just like yeah we we're not like if we were in Ravka, we would be hard renders, but we don't really go by these terms here. We're, we're much more free, and I really mm-hmm. like that scene. Yeah, I feel like they just disregard the labels that most people follow, and they're like, "Oh, we're just independent. We're just independent." Like, that's and I was the like, same I'm family like, scene I was talking about before. Oh, oh yeah, exactly. Group. It is so good. I really liked it, and I really like that they're like really not bound to being Krisha, and a lot of. We see later, I don't want to talk about, but their fighting style is very, like, weapon-heavy and they don't really use it unless necessary. It's like they just, this is a part of them they just really just don't acknowledge to be their whole identity. It's just and, another weapon that they can wield. It's not yeah, the it's only not, one. Yeah, it's just not the only one. It's not the only thing. Um, not even necessarily the, the main weapon because yeah, they... they are, like, on a crew for a privateer, so. Oh, yeah, and then she does the... Pres- the thing and then she gets the scales and then she starts go she like i'm like this power surge that alina was like experiencing really scared me i was like something's gonna happen and like it felt like it was too much and then now because the feather though which i found honestly a little bit meh yeah i mean it looked pretty to look at but i was like okay was it we mostly skipped over all of the the, the crowd stuff so far should we uh, move on to that now yeah we got where, some cast backstory yeah yeah that's where my next little lines were so you want to start with that and i just join in i don't really i don't have notes like that i just um i have ooh cast backstory and then after like we see the the, the backstory with his brother and merchant who we know is pega Roland because we have seen his face before other than in the book where we wouldn't we don't know and until like the end when he revealed it and then what would he like when he after the backstory thing when he goes to that um that guy who who runs the drags 
and I forgot his last name, but his first Tris- name is Pear. Pear something. And Pear something Haskell. Yeah, so, something. And Pear has. And I'm, I'm really annoyed because they spelled Pear wrong. My my dad's name is Pear, and it's spelled oh, with two but- e. And I don't like that they spelled it with only one e. I know that is completely normal. That especially in like Dutch countries, but that's how it's spelled with, it. with one e. But it just looks so wrong to me. For me, Pear is spelled with two e, e e because like my dad's name is Pear and it's spelled with two e, which is that's the valid. Nordic spelling. That's valid. that's valid. Like if I had saw a name that I was used to seeing and it was spelled wrong, I'll probably be annoyed too. Pascal. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So crows continue their attack on Pekka Rollins but obviously it's a trap it's when uh, Pekka has people set up for Kaz, Inej, and Jesper and Wyland but they do not have to answer they don't have an answer for Nina because obviously they were not expecting Nina but obviously after the attack he knows about Nina she helps them escape but Wyland uses one of his bombs to save them Nina is wounded so is Inej they meet in a crypt in a cemetery they hide out they hide out from Rollins <laughs> I really really like Jesper's and Wyland's banter in the in the red coach and and like just like do I know you from somewhere and then like like, like they're in it's, a shootout and he's like I do know you you got me strip waffles and I was yeah. like and then the they have he... like a one night stand or something yeah. because uh, and is that's how that's how the conversation is going uh but also it's like I love that Jesper is a lot nicer to Wylan in the series because obviously he's not mean but he just doesn't really like vibe with him in the book but this one he just he goes like oh I know you but I want to know where I know you from and he's just really he's like really Jesper about it and it's really like endearing to see a healthy like like a relationship between two people because I feel like they, they're the only ones yeah, that but scene was really cute with the and he was like oh under the oh yeah and he's like like a rat catches carriage and he was like but at least I got one like like he should not and there she removed all the rats <laughs> yeah she removed all the rats also the person they set out for like for for Inej was so scary that person was terrifying and I was like who is this demon I was so scared for her for my life it's like that was not expected that was not expected uh but of course Pekka is becoming more and more aware of their abilities and what to expect from Kaz I feel like Kaz is like on the brink of his worst fear becoming predictable for Pekka Rollins to figure out and be able like one step ahead I'm pretty Um, sure Kaz is afraid of being predictable to anyone like he does not want to be predictable to anyone he doesn't, he doesn't even want to be predictable to himself like i don't even know it's like like the only person he could stomach being predictable to is inej but he wouldn't like that he can stomach it and he would be very confused why he can stomach it all of his problems yeah. are like tiny tiny little thing for the book i love how they're just all so incredibly incompetent when it comes to feelings like i help them don't even know that they are having feelings they're just confused no. so and and Cass is like the worst of them he's he's having feelings and he's just so confused why Yes. And then he pushes and pushes himself away. And then they meet in the cemetery. Oh my god, and then they talk about it. Yeah, they meet in the cemetery that nobody goes to anymore. And this is where they all try to regroup. Uh, But I think it doesn't really go much farther than just that they go to the cemetery and say there's the plague cemetery. And then... Yeah, Yeah, that's what I meant. They talk about the plague, which is a big deal later. Oh yeah, and another important thing. I put it in the bottom because, obviously, Matthias is stuck in Hellgate, struggling with his fate. His cellmate is also Fjordan. Tries to convince him to trust him. I can't ever pronounce his god's name is it Dijel I think I think so I think it's Dijel uh, so Matthias is struggling because obviously uh, he comes from uh, he's just falling from the, the ranks of everything he knew and, and then his religion and then he's in jail and then he's really upset yeah. at himself for falling in love with Nina and it's like this very internal war that he's facing while being in Hellgate I mean the the, the other Fjern um, prisoner said Dijel will forgive you and um, he then he had like this this the flashback of being with Nina and um, I, I just wrote down yeah but can Matthias forgive himself because it doesn't really matter if the god forgives him he definitely hasn't forgiven himself yes he can't forgive himself because he in his head he knows he believes Nina tricked him but at the same time he's thinking of Nina I'm like oh my god just it's 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 the drama that I need it's them that I need because yes yeah, and then that's just mine these two are just like all of the fan fiction traps rolled into one listen the way the way this season two is gonna put me back in my fan fiction era I'm gonna read every single piece of that I have to I need it it's so good so yeah that's where I left off in my notes oh I think and also the darkling is like oh he looks at his hand and is like oh Nina I mean I mean I said keep saying Nina now Alina all these names are similar Alina's getting more stronger obviously that they there's this link between them that's starting and 
they could feel each other. So yeah, there's that. I have um, one more thing to say. I thought the fonts they use at the end, the font was really pretty. Oh, the Six I of Crows font? Yeah. Yeah, the Six of Crows font is really nice. I wish I could download it and use it every day. It's it's so pretty. The curling of the letters and everything. It's really nice. Okay, since you guys did not watch the show, but you kind of have an inkling, Inga, where it's going to go, where do you think the show is going to go next, plot-wise? I'm, I'm trying to hear your thoughts before we end this recording. Where do we think we're going with it? Because obviously they changed a little bit. So where do we think I mean, it's going? I'm pretty surprised about the fact that, that Cass is just now wanting to join the drags, but I can't say much about that um, mm-hmm. because that would be a spoiler for the book and we're trying to avoid that. Mm-hmm. And I I'm really curious how how like the Six of Pearls um, 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 storyline is gonna keep going because obviously they're not just yet gonna move into like the big heist thing that is happening in the Six of Pearls book yeah because that wouldn't really work yet so I'm really curious like what their mission for this season is like last season their mission was um was was getting Alina and I'm really curious what what mission is gonna be this time and for for Alina and Mal and the Darkling. That seems to mostly be keeping to the plot of the books. So I can't really speculate um, speculate about that because, you know, I know what happens. To be honest, I can't completely remember what happened right now. No, I guess I guess it's the whole thing where they end up, like, they get the other ship from, from, from Stormhound. And I'm not going to say much, but discover more about yeah, Stormhunt. Yeah, and yeah. yeah. What about you? What about you, Kay? Because I have a few more things to add. Where would you think it's um, going? I seriously do not know. I need to read the rest of the books. At this point, the books would not help you because yeah. I have an idea where it's going to go, but they change it a lot. It, it changes. It's like you have like an idea, like where they're bringing the material from but the way they use it is very not the same also there was one thing i wanted to say uh to you but i'm not going to say a lot because obviously you didn't reach the end of the book but by the uh, the end of the series but the end of the series they do like give an opening to a season three where crows would be heavily involved but my problem is there's talk on twitter it's not a spoiler if you're on twitter of a six of crows spin-off series so if they carry on the way they're carrying on with the shattered bones by the time they get off to the spin-off series there's gonna be no material left it's like that's my worry because a lot of the stuff they're using right now is from the books but then by the time they get their spin-off series what are they gonna do if the material is gone i mean unless I they like you... change everything i feel like you could just like go beyond the book of course i have only read like about half of the first book and not the second book but i feel like like the setup of them you could you could just have keep having them go on missions even missions that weren't in the books yeah they have uh, the author working with them so i'm sure they could come up with something yeah i guess you're right but we'll see by the time we reach the end of the series you'll you'll reach the same thoughts as me but yeah when you said there's a six of crows um spin-off my face lit up i'm sure look but the material they have to like but it's important and i can't say much but it's important they stick to it because uh when people start going off free reign and making stuff up even if the writer of the book is with them it's just gonna feel like you're just adding stuff at this point and it's dangerous it can go wrong really fast and they continue on through different series even though i'm not going to talk about king of scars of king of scars which is another spin-off series after after they continue there too and it's like oh my god they're just all merging at the same time and they're like okay but when we're done where do we go from here so yeah i feel like oh. once at some point we should do like a book talk either an entire episode just about the books or like just like at the end of an episode we can just do like a spoiler book chat maybe yeah. when i finish this both six of crow books maybe even after i've read the the, the king of scars thing i don't yeah. know but we should do that eventually because i really want to talk to you and essie about the books more yeah it's 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 really needed because Oof, the way, the way they're jumping with material. It's good, but at the same time, it worries me because I need material. No, I need us to base something off of something. It's, it's needed. Also, and today, like, okay, obviously we watched episode two, they killed the sea whip. That's book two right there. That's book two right there. They took, I don't know how many pages, 300 pages, and they put it into episodes. Isn't but, it but, but it happens, the, yeah, that's what I was going to go to. It happens in the beginning. 
obviously. But the rest of the book, what happens? They go... Well, okay. Quick spoilers <laughs> for the book. For everybody who's really worried about spoilers, I'm just gonna say, okay, like, book time. read what happens. They go back to Rathka. That happens. And doesn't... Where does book three start? Doesn't book three start with the, with the attack on... Okay, like, when they I... are forced to go on the ground? Yeah, because the whole... There's still quite two, a bit between... The whole, between... the whole book two is Alina having dreams and talking to the Darkling through her dream, and then figuring out each other's plans through dreams while she has the Sea Whip. But beyond that, nothing happens. Isn't it that she goes back to the little the, the little palace and... Okay, but that, to me, that's still... Like, like yes, yeah, but nothing happened. They're getting ready for... I can't say it, because obviously it's probably going to bring up in season three, but they're preparing for this big event. This huge, huge, huge event. But season, even though people like hate book two, I like book two because it's a lot of catching up of like, what are we going to do next? But yeah, I'm like... I feel like I've read or rather listened to big book two and three too close together. So I don't remember where the cutoff yeah. is, which happens in which book. Like a lot of slowing down happened in book two and a lot of a lot happened in book three. Like a lot happened in it. Yeah, yeah. Book two is definitely like the slowest. It's the slow book yeah, it is slow. After reading the series. But this was fun it uh, was so it. much fun your idea of doing two episodes at a time is really genius and i'm excited for the next two then the next two then it's gonna be good i'm definitely not only watching the next two until the next uh, episode we're gonna do i'm definitely gonna have finished the season until then i'm pretty sure i'm but, probably um, gonna re-watch the whole thing again throughout the week though i think i'm gonna try and do like two episodes a day or probably one a day so yeah because it was really fun. And okay. Hopefully Before we do the wrap up, Kay, do you have anything to plug? Do you have anywhere where people can find you if you want to be found? Do you have anything else you want to share with our listeners? Well, I have, uh, I guess, my Tumblr is KK1. No, it's, it's not my username anymore. Whoops. <laughs> my <laughs> Tumblr is uh, Hellfire Swifty. And I have a bookstagram that is k underscore screams underscore about words i thought i was being clever but yeah that's where you can find me on social media if you want to okay we'll we'll tag you and we will will find you usually we we used to have questions for our guests but they don't really work anymore because they were julia defendant's questions and i don't think we have anything prepared prepared for now so um i'm sorry next time and there will be a next time we'll we'll drag you back kicking and screaming i would love to do this again thank you guys for having me after the disaster that was last time no worries you should have seen how awkward we were at the beginning at the beginning we were all very you know shy awkward pauses and and stuff and honestly joining three people who already know each other and who've already done this is much more scary than being four people who've all never done this before so we understand completely yes and hopefully next week if you join us again uh, it will be five people (laughs) at the end that would be awesome if you want to contact us, you can find us on Instagram and Tumblr as Rerouting Network and on Twitter as Rerouting Netpod. You can also email us at reroutingnetwork at gmail.com or send us a voice message on Anchor. And of course, you can rate and review us on iTunes, Spotify, and any other podcast platform that allow that. We would love to hear from you, no matter if it's questions, feedback, topic suggestion, or a thought or your thoughts on any of the things we cover, especially on the upcoming season, like on the upcoming episodes we're gonna do on season. Uh, season two of shadow and bone we would love to hear your thoughts tell your friends tell your friends